Okay, now we are back with another special guest of ours. She is a good friend of mine and she has such an amazing story to share with all of you listening right now. And I want to introduce to you my friend Rebecca. Hi Rebecca, how are you? Hi Mahal, thank you for having me. We also interview, we also want to hear stories from real people about the experiences that they have about healing and how Jesus made an impact in their life. Can you share your wonderful um story to everybody listening? Yes. Um, well, I've been a Christian all my life, believed in Jesus. And in 2016, we were living in Slovenia and I had just gotten a job with the government. I hadn't worked in 10 years and it was, I was thankful that uh, he let me have this job. And um, basically at that age, I was 38 years old and I was feeling sick and I didn't know exactly what was wrong with me. I went to the doctor and and they said something was seriously wrong with me. And the next thing I knew, I was medically evacuated out of the country to England where I had a tumor taken out. I was diagnosed with uh, Burkitt non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And then I would have to carry on therapy in the state. So we moved to Seattle, my family, and had to go through eight sessions. And I was only able to finish five. Um, they also had to do lumbar punctures in my spine to put the chemo in my spine to bathe it and to, you know, make sure there's no cancer in my spine that would eventually could was all going into my brain and killing me. But luckily there was never any cancer there, but I still had to have it punctured. It was a very trying time for my family and I, my daughter was three and my son was six and we were separated. You know, my husband had to pack out in Slovenia while I was uh, being taken care of by my dad and his family, bringing me back and forth to the hospital. And I was only able to finish five out of the eight treatments. And the reason why was because I, uh, they warn you when you go through chemo that you're going to, you know, get neuropathy in your fingertips and your toes, but eventually usually comes back after chemo, your last chemo within nine, nine months. But to me, my body had a very severe reaction to the chemo and I got full body neuropathy um, I never even heard of the word but basically I was paralyzed and I was in a wheelchair and I found myself unable to you know hold a fork or dress myself or walk get up and walk it was so hard because also at this time I was uh, not with my husband he was in Slovenia packing out so I had to tell him over the phone you know my situation because the last time he had seen me, I was able to walk and source. So that was a very, very hard conversation. And I didn't know how he would react. And um, moving forward, I went through rehabilitation with physical therapy and, and occupational therapy. And I even tried to go to California and live in an elderly assisted facility to go through acupuncture three times a week for five months. And my plan was to stay there for a full year without my husband and family while I was recovering. But we made it only five months because the acupuncture wasn't working. Uh, I did start going through therapy to help me start walking with a, a walker and, you know, wearing leg braces. Um, so I got returned 
to my family after that, and um, we eventually had to move. We were in uh, Washington for two years, and we had to move to Washington, D.C., because all government jobs lead to D.C. So we moved to, we drove across the country because I could not fly, and at that time, my dad and my stepmom, they helped us tremendously by buying a house and letting us live in it, and uh, eventually we would, in an agreement, we would take over the payments and so on and so forth so the house would be ours. But they were able to help us find a house that was suitable for me to move around in. There has been so many blessings that are going to have to. During the rehabilitation in Washington State, my husband's parents came and watched over my children and, and my husband while I was away and helped take care of us. And it's a kind of like a God thing, like his mom was a rehabilitation nurse back in the day. And she was exactly what I needed to help me. And uh, that's, you know, one of the many blessings. So moving forward, I'm sorry, to Washington State, Washington, D.C., we had to hire a care nurse, I thought, to help me get my children off to school because the children's rooms were upstairs. Uh, I had never climbed stairs yet, and um, I needed someone to walk my children to school. The first day that she was supposed to come, she unfortunately got in a car accident and, and didn't show up. And it was the first day of school, so I courageously walked up the stairs and got my children up, walked down, and made their lunches and said a prayer that God protects them on their way to school. And I realized that I didn't need a caregiver, and I took it as a sign from God. God that he's going to take care of us. Um, so she, the caregiver never came. She was not in a, in a terrible accident, like a fender bender. So she was okay, and we were okay, and I never had a caregiver since moving to Virginia. I was show, I was looking around, and on this tree in front of our house was a cross that was natural to the tree. It wasn't anything that was engraved, and I showed it to my son, and I said, see that there? That's a sign from God that this is the house he wants us in. And my son was just amazed, like, wow, that's so amazing. Um, and since I've lived here in Virginia for the last four years, being stronger, and I've been able to walk without a walker, now and I walk with walking sticks and I've been able to gradually get better by able to you know holding a fork again and holding a, a mug and um, doing the dishes now and even chopping vegetables and uh, you know I've been able to get back into my arts and crafts and that's a big deal to me because I am an artist and that's how I am able to relax and express my love through my arts. Things God has provided along the way signs that he is walking alongside me that only could speak to me but I recognize God's footprints alongside me the whole time from the help of our parents and in-laws financially and physically to moving to this neighborhood I had met a friend while I was living overseas and we stayed in contact on Facebook and when I announced on Facebook I was moving to Virginia she said oh where are you moving to Virginia and I said oh this city named Ashburn um, and she said, oh, I live in Ashburn, too. You know, do you know what neighborhood? And I said, oh, yeah, I live in this neighborhood. I told her the neighborhood. And she said, I live in that neighborhood. Like, And she and I told her the street I'm living on. And she's like, I live in the same neighborhood as you. It was amazing. So instantly we had 
friends, and she introduced me to the neighborhood Bible study. So it was just another sign from God that He's going to take care of me along this journey. And there's just, like I said, so many blessings that God has shown me and given to me, and that um, every day I ask for His strength to carry me. With neuropathy, it comes with uh, severe body pain, nerve damage, sensitivity. You know, I go by His faith and His strength to, to just get up and walk. And he has always shown up for me um, on Facebook, which is where Mahal saw. And I give glory to God for, for curing me of cancer. I had my last oncology visit this month, and they declared me cancer-free and thankful that God allowed, allowed me to live. You know, I don't blame God at all for giving me cancer. He allows, I believe, he allows things to happen in your life, and he will, he will, there's a reason. And my reason is so I could get closer to him like I've never had experienced in my life before and so that I can give him the glory for all my healing that I have. Okay, I have a um, question. So how were you able to keep your faith that strong in the midst of everything that you have to go through? Because, you know, when we have to go through different storms in our life, you know, some people might get upset, they might get angry, they might question, God, why is this thing happening to me or anything like that? And how did you felt when you were in the middle of all of it? And how did you keep your faith that strong that you keep your, your hope and your faith that God will heal you, that God will see you to it that God will be there for you how did you keep that faith for some people that are listening that are going through stuff right now um I just want to know and also for them to know how you were able to do it yes my dad introduced me to um Johnny Erickson Tata who is also a paraplegic and her story I read her books she at 19 I think um dove into a, a lake that was very shallow and crushed her neck spine. And, uh, anyways, I read her story and I had very similar feelings of what she went through, asking God to heal me and why is this happening to me and when is he going to heal me? Um, her, the comfort that I got through reading that she was going through something like me it comforted me to go through my hard times, and I did question God, and I still do, but my strength comes that knowing that He has never left me, and I have an amazing support from my husband and my parents, and I'm so thankful for them. So I would say that's where I found my strength is through an amazing support of family and reading about Donnie. Thank you, and I have two more questions that I want to ask. The first one is what is your advice to anyone listening who needs healing or going through a storm in their life they could be in the same situation as you or just some kind of healing or like things look so difficult that they don't know how to do it what advice can you give, give them and lastly can you give us maybe one verse or two it's up to you that you think was very important to you because it helps you go through it and when you're having a hard times at that time you go to that verse and you Keep that verse as a promise that he will see and he will help you go through everything that he 
will be there. Um, so a lot of people find it hard to open up with me because they might feel that their problem is not as uh, life-altering as mine. But I always remind them that God allows us to go through different things because that's what we can handle. Not everyone has the same stories and the same struggles. I'll give you my a couple of life verses that speak volumes to me from psych. And Corinthians chapter 4 verses 16 through 18 therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal uh, and another another one um in all, in all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. From 1 Peter 1, 6-7, my pain is like my, my cross that I carry, and that if I can help someone else and give glory to God, that is worth my suffering and, my, and the, the trials that I'm dealing with, and that I know that one day... I will have a new body and my rewards will be in heaven. I fix my life and my view on eternity and that gives me hope to be able to deal with the trouble that I deal with. So those, those scriptures are a sweet reminder and give me hope. Thank you so much for your time and I know that so many people listening right now are going to be blessed with it and I thank God for you because He is definitely using you so you can bless others and you can help them with anything that they're going through right now. And I appreciate your time and thank you so much and I hope you have a nice day. Thank you, Mahal. Thank you for having me. Almost gone. How can I carry on if 
Now, 